Welcome to Tardy to the Party, a podcast where Bill and I fill our pop culture holes with stuff we may have missed the first time around. This time we're talking about the lion in winter. This time... Two hours and 14 minutes of people talking at each other. We are spackling our pop culture anuses to the max with Peter O'Toole, which John Waters once said that is the perfect porn star name, mm-hmm. and Catherine Hepburn, and Anthony Hopkins, and Timothy Dalton. Mm-hmm. Just jamming right in there, just so full of British. Even though, like, Catherine Hepburn isn't British. Although she tries to. Well, she's got that inner, like, continental, like, huh, how you doing? You know what? It's funny because. What I was kn- that? Catherine Hepburn? I, I knew that Catherine Hepburn was born in New England, but even after watching this movie, I had to double check. I was like, you know, she's like, because it's not like she's, like, affecting an English accent. Well, there was a, yeah, there was a point I was like, what accent is this? Because she just takes nah. her intercontinental, like, 19th and is, huh, Schmidt, yeah. yeah, and just kind of twists enough so it's a little bit kind of more English rather than just American, yeah. but yeah. So, Lion and Winter is. Man, you hear this movie? No, Lion and Winter is. 1968 talk fest yeah um, which i kind of like well I'll... it's got some witty Did you it's got some witty dialogue in between long periods of people arguing then i'm gonna blow your mind guess what it's what? based off a play yeah i've got that <laughs> a lot of talking yeah um and it at times it really feels like a play early like one of the first scenes well there's so little one of the action. first scenes in the movie when hepburn was talking i was like this sounds like play dialogue straight yeah, up because it's all it's very theatrical they, they, they did a good job in the movie though it's not like presented super flatly though i mean there's like some cinematic stuff it's well yeah like, there i mean granted there's, there's not a lot you can do with like three people in a room talking for two and a half hours but um but actually of all the movies that we've watched on here so far this is definitely one of my favorite projects we've had on here i think it's because it's hard for a movie to have these actors in it and have them be unlikable yeah so at least we like these actors, at least. Yeah. There's no one in here where we're like, fuck that guy. Um, this is your first time watching Lion in Winter, too. Because this is my <laughs> Of course. Pick. I think this is the first time any human has watched Lion in oh, Winter. Oh, no, no, no. Everyone I know, aside from you, has always been like, Lion in Winter, that's a really good Christmas movie. And this is not a good Christmas that's why movie. I ca- well, this we're a little late for Christmas this year with this pick. But that's why I was like, well, you know, it's winter now. And I've always... Th- it takes place during Christmas. I wouldn't say it's a Christmas movie. Man, you know what? I'm watching this, too. Like, I was... Th- I watched it twice. I watched it for the first time to take notes. And I watched it again last night just to refresh my mind. Because I watched both uh, this and Return yeah. to Oz back-to-back. Uh, back, like four and a half ago. hours. You're not getting back. Return to Oz is okay, too. I'm not no, gonna... I meant the two runs of this. Yeah, No! Not just, just, and not just because it's, it's Catherine. It's so long. I do have to admit, this is the first time I've seen Catherine Hepburn in something where I can kind of see why people get a boner for Catherine Hepburn. Mm. I've seen her in other stuff. Um, a lot of that was when I was a kid, so I really wasn't like mature enough to really appreciate anything. Like, cause you're, if you're watching all Hepburn Tracy movie when you're 12, you're like, what the fuck is this shit? Why don't you watch some fucking Star Wars? What the fuck is this shit? Yeah. Uh, but this is one of the first movies I've seen uh, since I'm 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 mature adult where yeah, I'm like oh mature. yeah I can see why Catherine Hepburn was a big thing for like 50 fucking years man I could feel the air quotes on that mature adult I <laughs> mature yeah. now that I have pubic hairs I can go <laughs> oh yeah I, I, I can see why people want to bang Catherine Hepburn uh, this is old Catherine Hepburn too which I like well old She's how old is she in this 61 she's in her 60s yeah. yeah um she older than Peter O'Toole oh yeah okay yeah by like because I think I was looking at Wait, the I wrote it 
down. This is the other thing, too. Okay, so Lion and Winter. Also, a lot of this can be kind of confusing and lost on you unless you really not know a lot about English. Well, yeah, they talk about bullshit. Yeah, there's a lot of talk of the, uh, what is it, the aqua. Aquitaine. Aquitaine. And well, especially there's a lot of talk about everybody wants it, but um, I'm all like, because at first you think, oh, this is about English people, and they're like, why is everybody in France talking about France? And like, who gives a shit? You like, I thought England and France were two different places, and then England and France always hate each other, but then they're always like half fucking each other, and like, yeah, English history is fucking weird, especially with the French. Most history is weird. But, like, it's, um, it, the opening credits are a bunch of, like, stone-carving faces. Like. It sets the, the tone for the ugliness. Dominos! Yeah. Type music <laughs> playing over it. Um, which, now that, now that I've watched the movie, doesn't really fit this intense, like, operatic... I also kind of broke the format this week a little bit. Because we usually do the thing where I, if I pick something, you'll look up the IMDb Oh, you look trivia. up facts. You I just saw something about how I guess these stone faces were any, like, like some guy who was making the movie found these, like, stone faces on a car park or yeah, something or like that. And he just kind of filmed it, so they kind of yeah. edited it to make it look like it's part of the castle that this movie takes place in. I like a lion in winter. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I just throw that out there because I know I've I've seen a couple people got really excited when I mentioned online that I was watching this for the podcast and they're like, can't wait to see what you think about it. I love that movie. This is me preference even though Daniel's kinda like brr. I'm just saying. I haven't said one way or the other yet. I don't know. Not that you seem to hate it, but you seem to be ambivalent about it. I seem to think you that did say that me watching it twice think, in a row was two and a half hours. I think I'm never it's get about back. a half an hour, forty five minutes too long. It is, yeah, it gets a little draggy. Again, watching it last night, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Well. But I, <laughs> I'll save that for the end. There's a lot um, of random scenes of dogs just walking around empty <laughs> castle hallways. Yeah, and just the sound. <laughs> people kick them out of the way. <laughs> a lot uh, of chickens in this movie. But like, it starts with a sword fight with. Henry and John, his one of his sons. Okay, so this in is a field, and it's like jump cuts the sword fight. Yeah, this weird is like 60s weird like... editing. Like it just shows the sword clashing in the air, and then a close up of Peter O'Toole being like, Arr! and then just the shot of like a sword <laughs> flying through the air, and then him growling again. You're like, what the fuck? Okay, yeah, it's it's a little trying to be a little hard. You know what? This is better than Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, of course. Put it this way, yeah. That's um, not a very high bar. But then he's like, oh, good training today, son. Go over there and, and hit swords with that guy awkwardly. Yeah. And then he goes over to uh, the cleavage lady. Titty wife. To well, I have, my first note was, mm, titty peasant. And then I was like, oh, wait, titty wife? <laughs> no, and I was like, titty oh, mistress. wait, titty girlfriend. Yeah. Titty mistress. Yeah. Alice. Her um, name is Alice, a very French name. Uh, technically, I think it's spelled English like A I L Y S E O X. Oh, so pretentiously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's Alice, but the X is silent. Which again, these are all people from. These are real. Yeah, people these are real existing. People. Yeah, you can look up the Wikipedia um, article and get spoiled on this movie. But she's like, "Am I going to lose you, Henry?" Henry. And he says a line that I had to go back and write oh, down because no. he says. I've known countesses, milkmaids, courtesans, and novices, whores, gypsy, jades, and little boys. Uh, beg your pardon? What? I beg your pardon, Henry. <laughs> Which is funny to throw that out, and then the fact that Henry and Philip later becomes a big thing, you're like, wait, what? Hey, uh, did you just say you've had little boys? Yeah, little boys' dicks on a stick. Like, what's I know going that's on probably here? a line of the play, but you could have probably edited that to uh, remove the little boy section. Because everything else is something you'd fuck. <laughs> then he adds on. It is kind of like you know. I, I think he was including little boys in that something he fucked. He's like, you know what? I like for breakfast. I like eggs. I like ham. I like 
sausages, and I also like little boys' dicks. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, I know exactly. So, yeah, Henry, not making a good first impression with He's me here. King, king, like, what are the fuck he likes? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, <laughs> it's also eleven eighty three. We're all barbarians. Yeah, but this like introduces you to him and his mistress, and he's like, yeah. I, I locked my queen away in a tower. Man, how and, boring and it must be for that mistress. Like her afternoon entertainment is watching her old man boyfriend <laughs> bang sticks with like a fucking slobbish fucking <laughs> son that she's that supposed was to get considered to. entertainment back then. Man, so go uh, back in time and give her a fucking iPad. So he's he's like Ugh. the guy that his son is is sparring with. He's like, hey, go get everybody for which is John. I didn't realize for, that until the second yeah, time around. I could for, understand go get everybody for a Christmas party. Gonna be Christmas. <laughs> Let the queen out of her dungeon. <laughs> I do like. I was like, wait, she's in fucking jail again. Me not knowing anything about history, but yeah, he put his fucking wife Eleanor in fucking jail. We're talking about King Henry. Yeah. This ain't King Henry the Eighth with the fat guy who doesn't pull anything. This is King Henry something. King Henry the Second or something. Well, yeah, they like hadn't that. figured out how to kill your wife. No, to maybe get out of his son was because uh, his son was his son Henry, the one who's dead. Anyway, we're gonna ourselves. But Henry, yes, um, Henry the Young is the one that died. Yeah, which I guess had led. Uh, looking at like history, two months before the events of this, he died while leading a revolt against his father. That Richard had helped his father try to put down, mm-hmm. which they never specifically called that out in the movie. But looking up the history, that that that's what's the like there there was a civil war when um later on because even Henry later on when he's talking to uh, Catherine Hepburn he's like he says something about you you led civil wars against me that's not a euphemism when the first time watching the movie I was like oh that's a charming euphemism like looking up no like they tried to fucking kill that motherfucker a couple times <laughs> yeah no wonder he's all kind of like ambivalent towards his family um anyway yeah go ahead uh so then we get scenes of like the sun's getting gotten by this guy Anthony yeah. Hopkins shows up he's he's having a joust with some it's guy. It's interesting, too, because you have to leave. And he, like, looks like he's going to chop the guy's neck off, but he's got the helmet with the uh, full neckline. Like, yeah, That's not going like... to... You're not going to go through, Anthony. And but then well... the guy shows up behind him and is like, Hey, yo, Richard! Richard! Because is... he's having, like, a Vietnam flashback in his eyeballs. Yeah. You get a close-up of his very bad beard. Well, so, um, I couldn't understand whether or not his beard was fake. Oh, it looked absolutely or fake. Or it was just manicured in a really weird way, because he's got this red no, beard No, there's times where you can off. see, like, the glue. Yeah. Um. Maybe Anthony how, Hopkins how did, can't grow facial hair. Here's another hair. question. How did you watch this movie? Because looking this up, I, I did the Can I Stream It thing, and, like, this movie ain't showing nowhere. You can rent it on YouTubes. Oh, you can? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I found it. I own it now. Um. So, yeah, it's interesting, too, because each son, each of Henry's three sons gets an introductory scene. I think John's is the one where he's practicing with with. I guess King that Henry. would be his introduction. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then Richard gets the thing where, he, like, he's dueling a guy and he's gonna kill him, but... Yeah. And Jeffrey, the the middle son. Yeah, he's just sitting on a rock and like he's he launches an uh, an attack force against whom? I guess a French little mini army. Despite everyone's friendly with the French, I don't. Motherfuckers know. die in this fight though, which I thought it was like <laughs> yeah. a pretend no, no, military. It, the second, like you know how he calls out one group by waving his yeah. glove, and then he calls out the second group by waving the glove. Like the second guy in from the front, he's all galloping <laughs> and just his sword goes flying out of his hand. And he's like, well. I'll just ride into battle anyway <laughs> with Which, no uh, weapon. There's also a weird filmmaking <laughs> thing here where, like, so uh, Jeffrey is, he essentially six two little mini armies on one kind of, like, French army and horses. Or, no, his, I don't know. Two um, cavalry. There's something, something like that. But, like, the second group that he sends in, 
like, there's no reason why the guys being attacked wouldn't see that second group, because they're just hiding behind, like, a <laughs> rock. But just yeah. because we can't see it as the audience, it's presumed that the characters in the universe can't see, like, these 40 guys hiding behind, like, a hay bale. Yeah. And so they kind of run out. I thought he out. was, I thought Jeffrey was going to be, like, the villain of the movie, because no, you get that, you get that slow zoom in on the eyes that they did in the 60s, where, like, this is the villain. Because he looks, he's kind of, kind of got, like, that, he looks, he must have been something else that I, I've seen him in, because he looks familiar. But yeah, especially with him being kind of, like, the, the middle son that no one's really paying attention to you think he's in a prime position to fuck everyone up and he actually does later on the movie yeah. is trying to orchestrate shit but none of that really comes to pass and he really is just spoilers for what we're talking about later he has the middle son where he's just like he doesn't do anything in nah. the movie. he's just wallpaper he's, he's pretty much like yeah i'm not gonna be king all right cool Which, looking over his wikipedia entry too that's pretty much what he was in real life he yeah. just kind of hung out yeah ate some soup uh... Um, yeah, because I, I was like, am I supposed to know who these armies are? Like, yeah, but it, they never comes into play. I, it's just it's just an introduction they made for him for the movie. I mean, here in America... Because you wouldn't have gotten that in the When you're play. in school, you have to learn American history. And American history is only like 200 years long. There's not much to learn other than slaves, revolution, blah, blah, blah. And then someone invented the car and the airplane. And then Martin Luther King, that's it. <laughs> Whereas in England, do you have to learn like all I these fucking I see that art schools really, really I know, exactly. <laughs> Especially when you're an American art student. Yeah, you're going to get the most basic fucking education. Um, so I don't know, in England, it's like known like exactly the ends and out. Like if you're an English person, I'm assuming all this makes much more sense on, on first blush. Maybe. Uh, which is funny because my middle school, I went to a medieval history uh, magnet school for middle school, so I should know more about this shit. Mm. Um, all I know is the Norman Conquest happened in 1066. But Hence then... the union of the French and the English, I guess. Anyway, what? So then, like, you get a scene of, like, some frozen water and Richard. I did like that. That was yeah, nice and was... cold. He's bracing it's water. He cold. wants to wake up. And he punches it and, like, give me my water face. Yeah. Splash it on his face. And it look they, there's that scene and there's an exterior scene and it looks a lot colder inside the castle than out. The fucking frozen water. Yeah. <laughs> also, well, oh, it's not Richard, it's Henry doing yeah, it because it had I'm Henry the King. Their names mixed and he, up. But that like he's got a bucket of frozen water in his bedroom that he's hanging out with his titty girlfriend. Yeah. I'm like, put on fucking fire. <laughs> You're the fucking king. What are you doing? I know it's Christmas, it's cold, but like fucking, you think it should be fucking cold? Like ah, goddamn, yeah. fucking. Living in medieval time sucks for everything. So they eat some gruel and stuff, and he's like, you're going to marry John. He's going to be the next king. And she's like, I don't want to marry John. He's got pimples, and he smells of compost. Compost. <laughs> and, like, he's like, it's 216, like, yeah, it can't yeah. be helped. And she's like, he could take a bath once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I do like when he's like, man, I love you, titty wife, titty girlfriend. Don't fuck with me, because, like, if you fuck with me now, I got to get through this fucking day, and I I need reserve my <laughs> It's gonna be a fucked up day, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, he's. I. I think because the movie takes place across a couple days, but I think most of the movie takes place on Christmas Eve because he does mention something to. I think even her, she's like, "Okay, we open presents at noon or something like that." Mm-hmm. Oh, he's he's saying that to Eleanor later. This is a long fucking day because everyone is pretty much from now until like dawn the next day. It's up and doing stuff. Yeah, because like people get woken up twice th- during the night where like yeah. there's a wedding and then suddenly the uh, king decides he wants to null everything. It gets crazy. But yeah. yeah. Um, he's. I'm just saying he's justified in being like, don't fuck with me. It's like 10 <laughs> o'clock. I got a long day ahead of me. Uh, so then the sun start arriving and like, you know, in Monty Python... <laughs> The the twits or what I don't know what those guys are the ones with the rags on their heads yeah that's basically John like John is 
I didn't look this up because I was like, this, this this actor really leaned hard into the. That's He's always got his mouth yeah, open. Yeah, he's, he's always mouth breathing. And they must have cast him because whenever they cast Prince John in this movie, they must have cast like they were looking for someone who had a good lower lip hang, or they're just like. And it's interesting because like he's this complete idiot who's. Even though he's like, I speak three languages. <laughs> I learned law. I made this myself. Yeah. Uh, he plays the idiot very well. Apparently, he was King Arthur in Excalibur. So what? he went from playing this idiot to the king in Excalibur. Like ten years later, yeah. That's uh, funny. I've never actually seen Excalibur. Nor have I, I don't think. That's uh, funny. How are you? This is where... I mean, the guy plays that character well. Yeah. Well, so this is... His French Well, John, he plays him well, but I think he's also plays him a little bit too... That seems to be more like the directing and stuff like yeah. that, but... Um, he does actually have pimples, though. I'll give them... <laughs> they they put pimples on him. So that's... But this is Prince John. This is the villain from all the Robin Hood stories. Is it? Yeah, so Robin Hood's always about... Uh, oh, yeah, that makes sense. King Richard the Lionheart goes yeah. off to the Crusades, and yeah. in that power vacuum, his brother steps up makes himself, like, fake king and starts, like, fucking up the countryside by, like, you know, like, taxing the shit out of everyone and fucking everything up and then forcing Robin Hood to fight and back. this is so who this is the villain. Henry wants to be the king. Which, again, I thought this was going to be a twist at the end. You'd find out, like, he's intentionally <laughs> picking the wrong ki- the most <laughs> fucked up kid for some reason. But no, King Henry is just a fucking idiot. And for some reason, like, I love that everyone in universe is like, we don't know what the fuck you see in this fucking kid, <laughs> but you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, this is where I've really seen like close-ups of Anthony Hopkins. I'm like, that beard looks terrible. It's just funny. That, so this is Anthony Hopkins' first movie. Yeah. Which it's it's just funny. That it's fortuitous casting because now you know Anthony Hopkins is such a famous dude now that like it's 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 great that he's playing uh, Richard the Lionheart. Cause, you know Richard Lionheart, one of the most famous kings in, in 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 English history. And now you know we know Anthony Hopkins as being Anthony Hopkins. So it's great to see like baby Anthony Hopkins as like Richard the Lionheart. It totally makes sense casting, just even from a pop culture perspective. Yeah. And uh, there are some scenes where he's talking to Peter O'Toole, and you can totally see how they could be. They kind of look like father and son a little bit, uh, fake beards aside. But yeah. Um, so then the queen comes rolling up and. A very, a very exposed tiny boat yeah, from jail. It's her yeah, jail boat, jail and she gets boat. shipped back home at the end yeah. too. Yeah, and she's just sitting on there grinning. I'm like, I her face is, must be frozen if it's that cold outside. She does say later that she did something like that during the Crusades with like some uh, bare-breasted uh, maiden servants, and she almost got windburned. But like, kind of <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Um, that's a great way to roll in too, because like the music's all like la 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 la. And yeah, no, it's it's a great entry, especially because she and the king are like, "Oh, how you doing? Oh, fuck you a little bit," you know. It's 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 like the, the it looks like it's kind of like you know this perfect is very, idyllic very, medieval fantasy shit. Yeah, very happy hatred. Yeah, which that's the whole vibe of the whole movie. Yeah, and it's this is kind of when the Arrested Development part of the whole like <laughs> vibe of the movie kicks in. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is totally the mom's great entrance. And then like. They go there. There's some shit that happens. I'm not gonna be able to t- talk about all the talking they do because well, they say so much. Before we start recording, I pointed out how this is gonna be an interesting movie to talk about because usually we do the blow by blow plot stuff. This movie is so intricate. Where it's a basic. The basic plot is a bunch of fa- a family hangs out at Christmas and hates each other, and everyone goes home. At and the they end. all want to. Well, they're all trying to screw each other over. But to beat get the crown. by beat, like scene by scene. If you try to break this down, this movie by scene by scene, like individual scenes in this movie. Like, there are twists and turns within individual scenes where, like, shit happens 
Twist but then, and turns, it, yeah, and then it twists and turns, and that doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to like. Yeah, this will be an interesting movie to talk about. Um, uh, but they go inside, like, and some talk, dialogue happens, and uh, they put on their royal garb. And for King, like, they didn't spend a lot of money on his crown. He's got it's, a crown. They basically spray painted a Burger King Kids Club he's crown. He's got a purple bathrobe, and that's kind of his old. Granted, he's essentially at his vacation house in France. True. Um, and I do like, yeah, it's kind of like tiny, shitty little castle. And, like, he has to kick chickens and dogs out of the way to get from, like, get from his bedroom to, like, yeah, he and the yeah, family well, go off to I the mean, main the banquet. I mean, it does feel very authentic, but at the same time, like, he's I do, slumming it hardcore. I do appreciate how gritty and grimy everything in this movie feels. Because, yeah. like, even if they had made this movie, like, 10 years earlier in the 50s, everything would be, like, very... Well, I guess they... It would have looked like a high school I guess play. they, like, wore their costumes just in general just you to kinda, make them yeah. look worn in. And, and at least they're filming in a real up. castle and they're filming outdoors and there's real props and there's some real mud and shit all over the place. It's not... Yeah. It's, it's It skews a little more towards Terry Gilliam medieval stuff than it does, like, 1950s, like, Hollywood... Like filmed on a backlot, which I the, the texture yeah. of this movie is really nice, and the sky is always really bleak in the background, and it just really you do feels... love bleak shit in movies. I do, and especially like this is a great bleak Christmas movie. Yeah. Um. So then Prince, not Prince, King Philip from France shows up, and it's a very, 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 very young Timothy Dalton. Yeah, like twelve year old Timothy. Like Dalton. you can't regularly recognize him so much because his beard is covering his cleft in his chin. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, so you're like he's familiar. It's funny if you were to go back in time and tell people like, because like this is like 1968, so the James Bond movies had only been around for like five years. And if you were to go back in time and tell people this guy from Prince Philip, <laughs> he'd totally go and play James Bond someday. You'd be like, what the fuck? Uh, which granted, Timothy Dalton, Timothy Dalton should be James Bond now because I loved old Tim- Timothy Dalton's great. Yeah, it wasn't so great when he was James Bond when he was younger, but uh, he also played the Time Lord uh, Rassilon in Rassilon in the in Doctor Who, and he was great in that too. Fantastic. But so I think he's good as young as young baby Prince Philip though. He's good in this movie. Yeah, yeah. They they he with, with his impeccable French accent <laughs> again <laughs> with. <laughs> Yeah, Catherine Hepburn. Yeah, it's a, like what the accents and nationalities are in this movie. Like you would never be able to tell like who's what in this movie if they didn't tell you. Like I'm French. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I, I think Eleanor is she supposed to be French? I she think was so. married to Prince Philip's father. Fucking Alice is supposed to be his sister. She's supposed to be French too. Because I mean, her, the Aquitaines are hers, right? Yeah. Oh, they're they're Eleanor's now. Like she's Eleanor of Aquitaine. And Aquitaine, I'm assuming that's a region in France, because everyone's yelling about French provinces in this movie. Yeah. I've never heard of anyone talk about how they're. From I, Aquitaine, I meant to. England. I meant to look up what the Aquitaines were, but I forgot, and so now they have a hunger force. They just do. A, that's all I know. I don't think they could have done a worse job. <laughs> Of explaining why everybody wants the Aquitaine Again, I'm assuming so these bad. People, this this play must have been written for uh, American or for English people, because like I said, as an American, you're like, I have no idea who these people are, why they're yelling at each other. But yeah. uh, well, speaking of which, this movie was written by James Goldman, who is the brother of William Goldman, the guy who wrote uh, The Princess Bride and Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, with music by John Barry and cinematography by everyone's favorite Tart of the Party. Fucking the celebrated cinematographer Douglas Lockholm, who also did Raiders of the Lost Ark and uh, Pirates of Penzance. Well, there you go. Throwing that out there. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, so there's some arguments that go back and forth, and <laughs> Catherine Hepburn has... And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she says, Uh-oh. I don't like our children much. <laughs> I was like, that's a good well, line. Well, she oscillates between hating her kids and being like, 
our mother must protect her children. And then, like, ah, oh, you all, my piglets, you yeah. all bastards. Um, <laughs> like, some point, she's talking about uh, uh, Henry, and she's like, he can fuck a sheep for all I care. What? And he has. <laughs> <laughs> I love when the queen shows up and meets her kids. She's all like, she insults John, but he's like, oh, you look so beautiful and you're so well kept. And she's like, oh, Richard, you're so magnificent. And and then Jeffrey's there. And she's like, oh, hi, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's like a great, like, oh, you're still here, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Not even out of contempt, but just like, oh, you're still taking up space. Um, yeah, and like, I, she, I don't know, man. <laughs> so Prince John does a great impression of Neil from The Young Ones. Okay. On my notes, which if Good, you, I don't know. The young ones. He's all like, hey, hey, get all dirty and just. <laughs> um, uh, man, I don't know what happened. <laughs> that's that's it's such a blur. The plot notes. I have notes, but no, I didn't take really take plot um, notes because the plot is just people talk to each other. Yeah. And my next plot is they're very good at being dysfunctional. Um, and then. He's giving it to Richard so he can keep the kingdom, but he wasn't giving it to Richard. He was giving it to John. At so this, this point, the had they so, changed to Richard? Okay, so the situation is: so there's King Henry. He's yeah, been he king changes for 30 his years. mind. Yeah, and he's gonna give it to Richard now. So, well, I guess so. The idea was: okay, so he originally had four sons. Yeah, he had his Henry Junior, who rebelled against him and died. Yeah. Uh, just six months before the story takes place, so now he's got to figure out who's gonna be next in succession. He's telling everyone that he's gonna give the kingdom to Prince John the shithead. Uh, yeah. Which everyone's con- totally confounded by. Um, Eleanor is conspiring to make sure uh, Richard the Lionheart he's going to get the kingship next. And so for the longest, for like the first third of the movie, uh, King Henry is all like, "Yeah, Prince uh, Prince John, Prince John, he's my pick." And then suddenly, arbitrarily, he's like, "You know what? Actually, oh, he, doesn't he say? Because it's uh, the who's in charge of the Aquitaine suddenly becomes a pawn. Where he's like, well, 'Well, I'll make it Richard.'" If Richard will give up the Aquitaine and give it to something, yeah. <laughs> that's what I said, yeah. Um, but he does. I and and it seems like kind of like a feint. Like he's still. It, well, later on, it's it's revealed that he was always, no matter what else he's he's said throughout the rest of the movie, he's always meant for John to become still secede him. Yeah. But like, yeah, he does come out and throw his support for Richard instead as a gambit to get the Aquitaine, which I guess is the biggest, still most powerful. Region in France of the so like it's not just like so. The, the oh, and we I should mention the French guy is there too because Alice, his titty girl, uh, was yeah King Henry's titty girlfriend. Yes, yeah. oh, she, she was. She yeah. was. She was a. He took a dowry for her to marry Richard. To, Sixteen years ago, yeah. yeah. So he was at one point. He's like, "I met you when you were seven. I was like, "Yeah." Yeah, and that was sixteen <laughs> years ago. So at least now she's twenty-one. So it's not so creepy that the fifty-year-old guys <laughs> fuck that twenty-year-old girl. She yeah. was all what knees and eyeballs or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he is fucking Richard's, but the fiance has yeah. been for a while now. And yeah, the deal is that like, but she, like he doesn't want to give her up, but she and she doesn't want to go to any of his sons because yeah. then she'll have to stoop them. And again, this reverses and goes back and comes back forward like like three times in each scene too. Yeah, yeah. which again I really like when you're watching it in the heat of the film, it makes sense. But we're trying to re- recollect the stuff even the next morning. I just watched this last night. Yeah. It's hard to parse exactly who does what to whom. Yeah. But you know. then there's, I'll just skip through. I don't even remember how much time passes, but Richard gets in a fight with his mother and. Like 
throws a shit ton of shade at her about how empty her soul is inside. Yeah, and, you're, you're dead as you're as dead like, as you are deadly. She, yeah, she puts his hand on her chest and he's like, "Whose heart is beating in there?" Because I know it's not yours. I'm like, "Fuck, Richard." Jeez. Well, so I guess she's kind of on your side. What are you yeah, doing? Despite <laughs> Eleanor being in jail because she helped lead the revolt against King Henry. Um, yeah, she's always been trying to get Richard to make sure that he becomes the next king. And I guess uh, Eleanor and Richard have been, despite technically being on the on the same side, they've been on the outs with each other for a while. So yeah. this is the first time they've seen each other for a little while. Yeah, they, they go back and forth and bicker, but then she's like, oh, and takes a like, needle out of her hair and slices down a wrist. And yeah. he's like, mother, what are you doing? I've, and she's like slicing her wrist open. It's like, like, I, I taught you numbers. And he's like, it's just like, wow. <laughs> God damn. How the peasants in this castle watching all this shit don't, just don't rise up and chop their fucking heads off and say, you know what? Let's be communists. This is not worth like this yeah, fucking people, drama. There's a lot of like loud plotting against one another in this castle. Yelling it's like... the wall. There's like people down the hall. Like yeah, yeah right. Almost like in the same room. Uh, there is a great bit where uh, King Henry. He's I can't remember who exactly he's talking to, uh, but he's talking about he. Of course, everyone's talking about what an asshole he is throughout the whole movie. He yeah. does say that there's no uh, being an asshole is the only way he can be a king alive and fifty years old all at once. Which I thought that was kind of great. Yeah. Um. Uh, so then Frenchie uh, or Philip or whatever, John and Jeffrey are plotting to do some. Oh, they're planning to go to war against uh, uh, Henry because John wants the the land because he's not getting it now. Yeah, again, I think it's also part of like they're trying to get the Aquitaine at least or something like that. And, and I don't think John's part of that, but the John get, does get brought into Jeffrey's scheme. Well, Jeffrey's using John to, to connive and it's revealed later that he pushed John to declaring war against his father. So then he'll be a traitor. So That's he won't get anything. So then Jeffrey will get it. Yeah. Of course, none of this happens. Everyone just goes home at the end of the movie anyway. <laughs> um, uh, and everybody really want that Aquitaine. Does the Aquitaine have like, Big old titties. Why do everybody want Aquatine so Aquatine, bad? Aquatine, isn't that the stuff from Avatar? Everyone wants to make. I'm pretty sure I brush my. I'm pretty sure I brush my teeth with Aquatine. Aquatine. It got metachlorians in it. <laughs> it, get, it really is like you know, Mission Impossible Three. There's the rabbit key or the the the, the rabbit's foot, which everyone's fighting over, and you never even find out what it is. is if you're Aqu- American, this Ooh, is what the Aquatine is. Is, is the Aquatine what was in the briefcase in Pulp Fiction? Yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's that kind of thing where it really doesn't add a certain point <laughs> after sound, a while. It doesn't even matter to what it is. Anybody that knows what it is, we sound <laughs> so dumb right now. There's probably someone listening to this who lives in Aquatine and like, you dumb. Do you not know basic <laughs> European history? Nope. <laughs> um, so a bunch of other shit happens, and eventually, uh, Henry is like, not Henry. Yeah, Henry is like. Talking to the queen, and he's like, "Hey, girl, I'll give you some freedom for that there Aquitaine. You give me an Aquitaine." It's like he's the king, shouldn't he have the Aquitaine? I don't understand. Well, he gave. Even he says at some point, he says, "For reasons, uh, for reasons surpassing understanding, we gave the Aquitaine to Richard." I don't know. They gave the Aquitaine to Richard while he was fighting against his brother Henry Jr. or something like that. But for some reason, they have given the Aquitaine to Richard. So part yeah. of the thing is like. Henry's trying to get John to become king while also getting robbing Richard of the Aquitaine, and Eleanor doesn't want to, uh, Eleanor still has some kind of claim over the Aquitaine because that's the deal he's King Henry strikes with his wife is like, hey, yeah, exactly. If you can f- somehow finagle the Aquitaine away from your beloved son Richard, 
give it back to me, then I'll let you loose. Which is actually a really great scene because, again, a lengthy scene where she's talking to Richard and they're just sticking knives in each other. And uh, and she's kind of kicking the shit out of Henry until Henry does make the offer that, hey, if you can give me the Aquitaine, I can set you free. And she does kind of turn on a dime where she's like, well, so yeah, like that says, fucks her. She actually starts can, weeping. They and... can marry, Richard can marry Alice and have the kingdom just give me the Aquitaine. And she says, oh, are you serious about that? I'll, this sign that the first... I'll sign that right now. Yeah, and like seriously, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. And she's yeah. like, oh, really? And like, and he goads her. Yeah, and she's she like. She goads him into actually saying, okay, we're going to. like, Yeah, we're on one this, condition, we have the wedding right now. Like right now, 2 o'clock in the morning. And he runs, he's like, fine, fuck you. I'm going to go find a bishop. <laughs> and he runs out and starts yelling. He wakes everyone up and says, okay, we're going to get fucking married. Get the bishop. And so there's an impromptu wedding put on. Like, with the bride crying, yeah, and everybody's standing well, Richard, there awkward. He grabs, the bri- he grabs the bride, which is fucking King Henry's fuck puppet. <laughs> and then she, f- then he finds out that he has to give up the Aquitaine for this. Because he's fine, because he's been wanting to, you know, this is something, this marriage is something that's supposed to have been happening for 16 years now. Then when he finds out he has to give, uh, uh, give up the Aquitaine for this to happen, then that's when he's like, fuck you, I'm not doing that. And everyone else breaks down and... Yeah. This yeah, this is this gets super arrested developmenty around here, which that's the other yeah, thing about like, this movie. Well, I don't... This movie, ha- you've seen Arrested Development, right? Yeah. Arre- watching this movie is watch, especially watching the second time. This movie is just this is totally where Arrested Development came from. I especially... would really like this movie remade with the Arrested Development cast. Um, if you put Jeffrey on a shirt that says "slut," because <laughs> yeah, you've got you could have. Uh... It really is. I mean, the dynamics work perfectly. Cap on perfectly. Yeah, John is uh, what's his butt. Uh... Uh, Job. Job. Yeah. yeah, the fucking idiot youngest no. kid. Well, no, I was gonna say because the really? um, what's his name? The guy with the hook for the hand. Uh, oh, that's oh, I'll forget, well, technically, there's four kids in the. Yeah, well, it, you know what? If you were to make this remake this movie with the rest of development cast, maybe Job is King Henry who died. Yeah. Well, actually, that is kind of like name because I think Job is supposed to be the, the oldest of the kids. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Yeah. <laughs> D- John is Buster Bluth. Yeah, that's Buster, what it is. There you go, Buster. Jeffrey is the idiot sister who's sex having sex with everyone for attention because no one pays <laughs> attention to them because the middle kid. Yeah. You got the frustrated surviving older son who can barely put up with everyone else's bullshit. The scheming mom, the this this, this affected dad who's not paying attention to anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be that'd be entertaining. Um, um, so the wedding blows up in their faces and it doesn't work. Yeah, it and Richard, Richard, or, or uh, Henry's pretty much like, yeah, I knew that wasn't gonna work. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, fucking, of course not. I feel bad too, cause like, you think his, I was gonna let that happen? His titty girlfriend, right before they start getting married, she's like, uh, this sounds like this might actually happen. And, the, and Eleanor, the queen, she's like, yeah, I, I really want this to happen. Of course, five minutes later, everyone's kicking and screaming, and it doesn't happen. But um, yeah, so then everybody leaves, and uh, the queen is like, can I want you kiss? Oh yeah, I, I forgot about that. I imagined it so frequently Again, back in my castle. Can I watch your case? For no other reason than just to fucking stick knives in King Henry and his titty girlfriend's like, yeah, I'll kiss now, and they do kiss in front of her. Yeah, and she gets actually kind of fucked up because she realizes how sweet and how legitimately. Yeah, because he says are. a bunch of shit like, "Oh, girl, you're my, you're my sun and my moon, and oh, you're my own personal heroine, oh, girl," and then they make out, and it's like, yeah. And I was like, this is awkward for me, and I'm not even there. Which, that leads to actually probably the best scene in the movie where, I, this is what I'm thinking of. She, so she goes back to her quarters. She actually takes off all of her shit. shit so you actually yeah, see these, This is her big monologue moment. Yeah, and she's like super fucked up and tired, and she puts on the crown, and she's kind of talking to herself, and then Jeffrey shows up, and then the other two she, sons show Hepburn up. Hepburn has very 
wet eyes. She does. She always, and, and not just in this movie, but she always looks like she's about to break down a and little cry. Roomy. Yeah. Yeah. She, well, well, it's just funny because, like, her personality is so steely Has, what's her name and unshakable. played her yet? From, uh, Janeway? Dracula? No, Janeway. Oh. Well, she does have that, huh? Because they're the same person, basically. <laughs> That's a good point. I know Kate Blanchett played her in The Aviator. Like, there's no other casting but Janeway for for. Yeah, that's a good point, Hepburn. actually. Although yeah. they're just the, they're a slightly evolved Pokemon. Yeah, actually, Janeway when she was still Janeway, Janeway now I don't know if she could pull it off yeah. as much, but um. Yeah, everybody talks so freely. I'm trying in to this p- I'm trying to picture levels. Janeway from Orange Is the New Black playing. Oh yeah, not that one. That, she would actually yeah. be age appropriate for Hepburn's character as she's playing it right yeah. now. So anyway, so yeah, so everyone. So everyone kind of like yeah after the the fake wedding falls or the almost real wedding falls apart yeah um there's some point where Jeffrey is talking to I think it's the queen no it's is it the queen or the king somebody and he says I remember my third birthday not just through pictures or this blah, is blah, blah. The, the next and this scene, is the, yeah. the second time somebody's mentioned pictures in this in this film. There weren't pictures back then. Like people, so they're talking <laughs> tapestries or something. Yeah. I've seen an etching of myself or something, but well, it, there were pictures. So the three sons eventually end up uh, re like reuniting back in her bedchamber because everyone essentially comes back to her and says like, "What the hell was that about? What's going on?" Yeah. And this is where she gives a great scene about how well the three sons start pulling daggers on each well, yeah, other and shit that's, like that. There's a great line of where like one of the, I think it's John goes, "He's got a knife." Yeah. And she says, "Of course he has a knife. I have a knife. We all have knives. It's eleven. 83 we're all barbarians which is great yeah it's so self-aware <laughs> yeah. but like it's just a great and she sells it so fucking great um that's probably like one of the be- best scenes in the whole movie for me um yeah so then we get like also i think it's before like all of her kids show up she's like messing with some like little necklace yeah and she's, and she's, like, she's like i'll hang, hang it from my nipples hang the like i was in there because like i grew up with katherine hepburn already being an old lady as a kid and yeah. like and just seeing still old katherine hepburn being like I'll hang them from the nipples and i was like so in, so in your mind you're having a threesome with angela lansbury and a little Catherine bit hepburn. which is funny because angela lansbury and, and, and Catherine hepburn are hot but also thinking <laughs> about them old and like nipples and just like a little bit too much like yeah i get fucked up so john's um, like i'm gonna go start a war with the french man and yeah. runs out of the room and the queen is like jeffrey go stop him yeah what are you doing? go yeah. handle it so is this when everyone ends up going over to talk to yeah Prince they go to talk to no, king philip king philip uh I don't, yeah so, again, this is already two o'clock in the morning. So, so this is a long night for all these motherfuckers. Yeah, there's a bunch of conversations. Where the people keep coming into Philip's room. And Philip's like, "What the hell's going on? Like, wait, wait, what's going on?" Um, he ends up having to shove most of the cast beti- behind tapestries in his bedroom because yeah. everyone keeps on showing up to talk. Well, to him Well, Jeffrey about goes stuff. in there to talk to him about something, and John pops out from a tapestry. He's like, "No, I didn't do that. You turd, or something. Yeah, you turd, <laughs> and you stink. You're a stinker." So I love then, his insults are so fucking yeah. guys practically You're fucking retarded. Butt. Yeah. Uh. So oh then some, there's a knock at the other at, at the door again, and they, Jeff and Jeffrey and John go and hide behind another tapestry. Phillips like that's what tapestries are for. Yeah. Uh. And then Richard comes in, and they start having a back and forth. Which this actually did. This did surprise me. 
And then I don't know if this is historically canonical. You but find out they are literally gay for each other. Yeah, it was a very which, pleasant which, scene for, yeah. for 1968. It's not too gay, panicky or anything yeah. like that. Richard kind of sits down and talks to Philip, and they're just they're just talking about everything that's going on. And Richard is like, "Hey, you never wrote," and Philip's all like, "Well, I didn't. I didn't think you'd ever write me back." And it's like, "Yo, you realize these guys actually have a relationship?" And then suddenly the king shows up, and so yeah. like Richard gets shoved behind another tapestry, yeah. which I do love. John uh, or Philip has to figure out. Okay, we've got already got guys behind these tapestries need to stick richard behind this tapestry over here and then mm-hmm. the king walks in yeah uh and the they... king's got a gun <laughs> they they talk i don't even remember what they talk about anymore well they really snipe at each other um this is the scene yeah he Phillip calls him like, boy and he's like i'm not a boy i'm a king well he says well king uh, king henry's all like you can't fight me like why are you fighting me so hard and like philip says i don't have to fight you i got time is on my side all i have to do is wait for you to drop dead and i can take yeah. whatever i want from you and your kingdom and yeah, I think there's a lie where he's like, your father thought I was a great man. He's like, yeah, my father thought anybody better than him was a great man. Exactly, so pretty yeah. much everybody was a great man. And you realize that Philip's got a big grudge because his father was so fucking diminutive beho- to yeah, beholden yeah. to fucking uh, King Henry. And so to really drive the knife home, he pu- starts saying, hey, by the way, did you happen to know? Hey, do you know what the laws about sodomy are? Yeah, your fucking <laughs> son's dick tastes so good. <laughs> my dick tastes so good to him. Let's, uh, we, th- our penises you know, kiss all the time, motherfucker. You think Richard would have been like, oh, he's gay? Oh, so he can totally marry Alice, and I can keep on fucking her, because he's not going to want it, and then I got uh, another heir. People being gay in this society shouldn't be that big of a surprise. I mean, granted, you, when your fucking mortal enemies come out and saying, yeah, I've, I fucked your son, I mean, yeah. that's a little bit of a different thing. So the, this gets all hey, hateful like, for a minute. Hey, uh, he asked me, He, I, I woke up on the battlefield, and like he was touching my dick, and I was yeah. like, he was like, hey, Hey, you love me? And I was like, yeah, but I didn't love him. And Richard pops out from the tapestry. He's oh, like, you loved me. Yeah, I feel like it's like they shook, they cross cut to Richard behind the tapestry. Like hearing Philip tell the story to his dad. And he's like, oh shit, he's going to tell. Like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, he storms out. He's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? I'm like, well, I love yeah, you. he doesn't pop out and be like, these are all lies, dad. I ain't okay for this guy. He pops out and be like, hey, he said you loved me. <laughs> I picture this being a Looney Tunes cartoon now. Hey. <laughs> Uh, fuck you too so then um jeffrey comes out and is like hey yo your sons are fucking up all over the place john was gonna betray you and yeah and then he's like well that's when john comes out and i was well, like no no stink. yeah no because uh uh henry's like nah john good kid and he pulls a tap to his and john's like oh 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 john face pretty good <laughs> yeah he's like oh caught with treason Uh-oh. well that's when jeffrey's also like you never thought about me everything else is trying to everything else going on you never thought about me being the king and then the king says well, i never thought about you at all yeah and like that's actually that's kind of like the last jeffrey's likes real contribution to the whole story is just kind of oh okay yeah and even after that he's just kind of like <laughs> yeah so but then richard gets very upset because everybody was in there conspiring against him and he does like his big yelling speech where may all your children be breached and die yeah and, and then he goes out and and i i guess this is, is this uh, before after eleanor his wife Catherine hepburn's but like oh yeah by the way your dad's arms they felt so good when not we yet uh, not yet yeah because uh, yeah okay. who would have thought with parents like like Henry and Eleanor, these kids would have wound up so terrible and rotten. Well, there's even something later where, like, um, uh, the queen she throws the, kind of the gay thing back in Richard's face. This is at the very end of the movie, but she's she calls him a natural, and he's like, 
have you have you seen this? Our whole shit's <laughs> fucked up here. Like I'm the least unnatural thing going on around here. But yeah, um, so yeah. So King Henry stumbles out of essentially being clusterfucked by everyone in that room mentally. Yeah. All three sons and and Prince Philip. Does he just go back? He goes. Uh, he walks around Does and he then cries on like the balcony. I think or he goes talk to Ellen. He cries for a while. There is like no, fifteen minutes of him just well, crying yeah. by himself. And I think he does back in the back in an Eleanor's quarters. Eventually, yeah, eventually because no, it's out. It's his because Eleanor comes to there and her and Alice spit at each other for a while and then okay, they cry and hug or yeah or something. And Hepburn's hair is fucking crazy. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Hepburn's hair is. She does crazy hair like. Nobody does crazy hair like that. I can't. This is, nah, so now it's like 4 o'clock on New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve, and you wonder where Santa is. Santa must be flying right over there. Going, Man, oh. I can't drop Yeah, but Hepburn comes in with presents. That's that's what She's it like, is. hey, I'm dropping these off. I do like Henry's like, oh, what's this? It's big and heavy. It must be my tombstone. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah um, uh, so so they, they sit on like opposite ends of the fireplace, the queen and the king. And I bet that scene is terrible in Pan and Scan. Uh, kids today will never know the tragedy of Pan and Scan. Oh, God. See, I saw it in, in, in widescreen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, just but you always... that weird, glidey, computerized, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> sliding back and forth, like, yeah, yeah Pan, and, Pan and Scan stuff. So, I can't remember exactly when it happens, but he decides that he's just, fuck my kids, I'm going to make new kids. Yeah. Uh, does he... Is it that he, like, the queen shows up and he's like, hey, guess what? I'm packing up for Rome. I'm going to go to Rome. Pope owes me a favor. I'm going to get my marriage to you annulled. Fuck these kids. I'm going to disinherit them. I'm going to take my titty wife. We're going to make newer, better kids. Yeah. And then she's like, don't you realize the problem here is that you got too many kids? Yeah, they're to... as soon as you're dead, they're going to kill well, whatever I, kids she has. I do like that's titty wife's, Alice's, her one contribution is the one. She's the one that really comes out and says, hey, do you realize that either you have to make sure that your kids are locked up forever and die in jail? Yeah. Because if they ever get out, they have to kill me and our kids. Like, they're, And they would totally be justified in doing that. And that's when um, King Henry is all like, Oh shit! I don't know if I can go through with locking up my. Well, kids. yeah, he says it's like he was like, "I want a new wife for more sons." It was, and she was like, "Were you really gonna do that?" And or the queen's asking that, and he's like, "No, it was just a whim." Yeah. Um. <laughs> there's a line where I think I, it comes with this, but somebody says, "When pigs fly," and he's <laughs> like, "There will be pork in the treetops by morning." Yeah, that's uh, that's Eleanor when he's talking about. Oh, she's talking about how. Well, he says he's going to run to Rome and get an annulment, and she says, well, that's all, the moment you step out of this country, I'm just going to unite with my sons, and we're just going to take everything over without you being here. And he says, that's when he's like, yeah, when pigs fly, that's when people, that's when you guys are going to take over that, you know, there'll be pork in the tree. And that's when she starts being like, hey, yo, do you think I fucked your dad? That's what it is, yeah. In this bed right here with you in the next room and his scarred body rubbing on me and stuff. Which is great. He, he like, runs out of the room retching. I'm like, man, he must have really hated his dad. He's running out being like... Which is great because right before she says that, he says something like, you can't hurt me and believe me, if you ever actually do... If you ever, ever are capable of actually hurting me... I'll, you'll know it. And that's when she's like, hey, well, hey, you want to test this? <laughs> Guess what? And then, yeah, he does end up leaving. He have, he, he's acting like he just got stabbed. He's like, oh, yeah. he runs out. Dry heat and whatnot. Is that then... when he decides to do the annulment? I, I don't know. Because he's, again, so. for the second yeah. time this night, he's she running like, around waking everyone like, up saying, hey, well, guys, we're going to Rome. She, like, slumps down after 
asking him if she fucked his dad. She slumps down on like the 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 doorway and is like, "What family doesn't have its ups and downs?" Which that's totally the trailer button. Yeah, you know, um, that's that's. And the then he starts running around line. kicking people. When the king is off his ass, nobody sleeps. Again, this is like two hours after he woke everyone up for a fake wedding. Yeah, yeah. Um, not fake wedding, but a wedding this, this wedding does, that didn't so, happen. This seems like a bad castle to sleep in. This is back again. How do these people just like, pick up and say, you know, like, what? I came here for Christmas vacation. What the fuck are we doing like here? Like eighty people are sleeping in the dining hall uh-huh. where he's kicking them. And I, oh at, my at god! Point, at, at this point, I had no idea what he was doing. Like it gets explained after that, like he's waking people up to oh, load you up know, the castle yeah. and stuff. But you're like, why is he rolling around kicking everybody and waking them up? They well, don't explain it at all. Man, I can't remember if because he's waking everyone up. Is, and then well, it's like, is he, oh, the Pope. Well, also he's waking everyone up. He's getting the guards together to also get the three sons and throw them in jail. Oh, I think that may actually even happen before this because I think that's when he has the conversation with his titty wife that she says you have to keep them down there now that they're already down yeah. there. Yeah. Because they kind of disappear from the movie for, like, the last 20 minutes until um, Eleanor goes down there to let them out. And um, are you supposed to be rooting for anybody? I don't think so. I just assume this happens every Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is just kind of, again, for Arrested Development, like, I, I was like, where everyone's just be, kind of equally fucked up. Am I supposed to be rooting for Henry to win? Am I supposed to be rooting for Richard? Who is, who's the I think char- everyone is just equally miserable, and everyone else is kind of the villain to everyone else, and if it is a family, it's kind of half, like... I think you're supposed to be sympathetic towards everyone and also realize that everyone in this movie is an asshole. Yeah. So that's then, one of the things I like about this movie. It, there's no moral to the movie. There's no, like, there's no one character that gets plucked out and, like, this is the protagonist. Like, everyone's just miserable and hateful so towards they, each like, other. The queen goes down to, the, like, the jail with a, a big guard and her guard and another guard that's guarding the jail cell get in this really awkward, like, slap fight with swords. I feel bad because this is the one guy... Who really dies in the movie? <laughs> yeah, is the one random innocent guard who's protecting, trying to keep you know the, the, this escape attempt from happening. He gets a knife in his fucking throat. I mean, his... it's it feels like a real real fight, but at the same time, it's, it's super awkward and like you wouldn't put that fight in a trailer because yeah. it's yeah, two guys in metal just kind of eh, and the like other guy the, kinda no, slowly no the music knife in or neck. anything, just a guy being like yeah, it's like. Yeah, it was awkward. anticlimactic. Yeah, that's essentially the big action set piece for the end of the film. So then she goes into the jail and, like, puts down her jewelry box, and it turns out it's not swords, it's daggers! Which, okay, so she lets out the three sons, and, like, Richard's like... Well, it's... well she says, well, these are for your protection. He's yeah, like... well, she's like, no, she's like, everything's bustling and moving up there right now. Just leave oh, the castle. Oh, you can just walk out, Nobody yeah. will even notice you, so Which, just... not likely. Just run, yeah, and they're like... Uh, I think Jeffrey's Dad's going to come down here. How about we just stab him? I think Jeffrey was the one who really proposes, like, let's, we can, we should take him out. And then she objects to that. She's like, I don't want you killing anybody. And and that's when Richard's like, you gave us three knives. We're assassins. How else do you think this is going to end? Yeah. We have to take him out. Or otherwise, he's going to kill us, even if we escape. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. And I do like when Richard's like, you you, do, you know what you're doing here. You just don't want to admit it. Yeah. And then suddenly the king shows up. And then suddenly like, oh, hi, Dad, <laughs> we're just escaped from jail and we each have a knife in our hands. Yeah, you know? I like that he's not surprised that Eleanor is down there or anything. He's just walking he's just down. Like, oh, he's like, shit. well, um, cool. And I don't even remember well, the dialogue. Well, he actually throws everyone there. the knives. That's the thing. It's like, well, no, uh, not yet because like they're talking and then 
Richard like opens the jewelry box, takes out a knife. He's like, ah! yeah. he's got a dagger. And then the king, who has a sword on his belt, <laughs> takes out his own little weenie dagger and is like, <laughs> let's poke knife. at each other with these, knife. with these so, daggers. It was funny because like Richard, he doesn't really fight. He just kind of stands there with his arms out and he's like, hey, I don't want to cut you. And he's just like, mm. but like J- Richard's kind of doing the whole like, or J- uh, yeah, but, King Henry's like, but then King Henry grabs bit. the other two knives and throws yeah. them to the other two sons like. Hey, and Jeffrey's like just dance. like, eh. and then John's like, eh. John like John... throws the knife down and then sprints into his dad's arm and it's like dad puts a knife to his neck. I'm like, what was your plan here, <laughs> John? The best thing? John gets thrown down on the ground and John's just like sitting in Tully's mouth again with his tongue sticking out. Like, eh. <laughs> and like, like this, this is... is the motherfucker you still want to be king? Like what? I think yeah. this is, oh my God. How, how does King Henry not kill everyone here and then himself and just set the whole place on fire? This is how I imagine all British <laughs> Christmas families get-togethers are. I would hope so, because at least it's entertaining for me. I I think every British Christmas ends with a knife fight. Oh, my God. Because they don't have guns. Yeah. (laughs) So they got to get it out somehow. That's a great story. And that actually is... The end of the movie, practically, yeah. Um, you just cut to, like, I guess well, yeah, later. But then he he's throws some more shade at his wife. He's like, I could have conquered all of Europe if I hadn't had women in my life. Essentially. Like, that's and a then, good moral. And then the good wife moral. gets back on the boat, goes home, and end credits. Well, yeah, he's like... <laughs> He says, I want to die, and she reassures him. She's like, you will someday. Oh, yeah, and I do like the thing where it's like, we're all going to... What is it? We are, we're all going to die, or we should... We're all going to be legends or something like that, but it is kind of like suddenly turns in this very cheeky ending. Yeah, but Um, and then then she's she's still locked up. Cool, cool. She's going back to jail. No one jail. She's super happy about it. So yeah, I guess no one cares about (laughs) the Aquitaine anymore. Or he he says something that's not very poignant or anything, but he acts like it is. He's all "Ah!" (laughs) standing on the shore with his arms upstretched. Freeze frame Rocky style cut to smash cut to credits. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my god. And then it ends. It's like the end of the uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah, <laughs> so it, like, uh, you won't forget so, about me. Starts playing. So there's no resolution oh. to the this. It's, it's, it's a lackluster. It's, it's a piece oh, of. And, and after it's real life. After there's he, no conclusion. After John throws himself at his father and his, he can't bring himself to kill it. Kill him. The, he, John stands up and all three boys just peace out of the basement and just run. Yeah. Oh, and that that leaves the parents just yeah. kind of like just snarking at each other one last time. Yeah. So I don't know what happened to that. You know, with this movie's context, I don't know what happened. Again, to this then. is still just. I don't know what happened to King Philip. The dowry didn't get settled. The Christmas. No yeah. getting married. Unless you look it up on Wikipedia and find out what happened to all the characters. Yeah. So I guess. So Richard the Lionheart, he turns into Sean Connery. <laughs> And gets and, and presides over the wedding between Kevin Costner and Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio mm-hmm. after they kill Snape. Yeah. Prince John turns into a lion. No, it wasn't. No, sh- wait. Snape was. He was just the sheriff. In he that. was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he wasn't John. Who was Prince John in, in Robin Hood? I don't think he was Prince in there. I mean, he may have not have been. Yeah. That movie's fun. terrible. I don't remember it. I only saw it once in theaters. I can't remember. I can't believe I actually remember Sean Connery shows up the King uh, Richard. Because all that's worth end. remembering in that is Morgan Freeman and um, Kevin Costner can't even be bothered to fake an English I accent. fucking great. Yeah. Well, t- 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 Christian yeah. Slater does. <sighs> Christian Slater in that fucking movie. Hey man, I like Christian. Yeah, he's good in, in, in True Romance. But um, anyway, so okay, so Prince John turns into a lion. Uh-huh. And gets like a snake hypnotist friend, and they take over the kingdom, and everyone turns into animals, and then uh-huh. he has to hot, fight a hot fox named Robin Hood later. Uh-huh. Uh huh. King Henry 
he turns into King Henry VIII, the fat guy, and then dies uh-huh. after like breaking up England. Uh, Catherine Hepburn ends up marrying Sp- Spencer Tracy, shows up as a knight, and whisks her away. Mm-hmm. It's Mad 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 World, mm-hmm. and that's the and then Jeffrey becomes he gets a shirt that says slut. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's that's the line winter yeah that's I mean, it's that's a actually that movie would do great there's, with like what 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 are they doing now kind of ending there's a, a a lot of really good dialogue in it but like i, I said yeah a lot of turns of phrases way too long and this again for our purposes i had no idea for our purposes when we do the recounting plot blow by blow kind of thing yeah this movie is it's kind of it's a haze so it's, long. <laughs> I, I which again i actually i thought this this is one of the speedier films for me i like this enough and like I, again i watched it for fun and just to refresh my memory last night just on a whim yeah you texted me about destiny last night i was too busy watching the movie to play destiny with you I, last night i was i was watching it and halfway through i was like uh <laughs> yeah oh i actually tweeted i was like Oh, well, still they pack enough plot into one hour of this movie. It does like after an hour, you're like, you made oh my god, you like, made what the hell is li- gonna happen? You made some this? lion and winter joke on Twitter, and I was like, uh, what was it about? Lion Game developer. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, am I gonna be <laughs> an hour in? Am I still gonna be like, there's still a fucking hour left of this thing? An uh, hour and fourteen. Here's minutes. hoping Jeff Minter never listens to the podcast. Doubtful. Um. Uh, yeah, it's it's um, is I liked it, man. There's one great thing where um. Uh, Peter O'Toole's talking about his previous wife because he was married to somebody. Uh, no, uh, married to somebody after he he threw um, Catherine Hepburn in jail. Mm-hmm. There's a great thing with Catherine Hepburn. He's talking about he's talking about uh, that second wife to Alice, and he says she says about uh, Richard and that second wife, Henry and that second wife. She's says. He scrutinized her for many years, and the way she says scrutinized, she really leans into the screwed. So it's mm-hmm. a double entendre. He yeah. scrutinized yeah. that second wife. Um, just lots of. Oh yeah, I noted the nipples line. <laughs> just all stuff. Just gay plot twists. It's just yeah. Again, my notes are kind of a, 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 a haze, but. Um, but I guess Peter O'Toole actually named his daughter after Catherine Hepburn. Really? Yeah, they knew each other before this movie, though. Which makes sense. They're both. His such... daughter was born in 1960. Oh wow! So that was eight years before this movie was even made. Yeah, he was 35, 36 when he made this movie. Really? Only that young? Yeah. Okay, because he he does because he's <laughs> playing like an ancient old man. He's like, I'll be dead soon. I'm well, like, Grant, he's only playing a 50 year old. Same age as me. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, that's that's kind of horrifying. Grant, granted, being 50 years old in 1883, that does make you officially yeah. an old man. This was um, both Hopkins and Dalton's first movie appearances. Oh, okay. Again, uh, Timothy Dalton really not known for much other than being James Bond later, yeah. but uh, Anthony Hopkins. That's uh, Hepburn told Hopkins at one point, don't act, leave that to me. <laughs> really? Just say your lines. I'll do enough <laughs> acting for the both of us. Because uh, Hopkins, he does act. He does have some great little, like, not, I don't want to say hammy. Oh, she does say... Don't, don't sulk, son. It makes your eyes go small and piggish. Yeah. That looks great. Uh, um, I guess when, like, during the uh, the scene where you're introduced to Richard with the jousting, yeah. he got thrown from the horse and broke his arm. Oh, Anthony Hopkins <laughs> himself? They had him actually I, on the horse? I guess so. On the IMDb facts, it says... He could have just gotten a stunt double. He broke his arm. So that made the scene where he had to lift the sword above his head difficult. I'm like, yeah, what? that would be difficult if you were trying to 
Does he have a cast on? Or they just trying to film that before they send her to the hospital? With a broken oh arm. Oh my god. To be fair, once I, when I was a kid, I broke my arm in the middle of the school day. Yeah. And didn't get uh, it fixed until I ran home screaming like six hours later at the like getting off the bus at the end. Of, I I went half a day with a broken arm. Didn't realize until my parents, folks sent me to the hospital later on that night. Yeah. So you could you could trump around a little while for that. Uh, Hepburn um, was or uh, O'Toole was twenty five young years younger than Hepburn. Twenty five. Henry and Eleanor oh. were eleven years apart. She was older in real life. Eleanor was eleven years older than Hepburn was twenty five years older than him. Yeah. Well, if he's thirty five. Oh god, I keep on forgetting her. Like she like had her first stride as an actress like in the thirties and forties. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. She yeah. was sixty one when they filmed this, and during really? the year it was set, uh, Eleanor would have also been sixty one. Henry would have been 50, so yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Um, that's interesting. Wow, he married someone, because when they were younger then, he must have been like 15 and she was like, like, so. Hot. ooh, how you doing? I sent you a link to it last night. There is a trailer <laughs> for the 2003 TV movie starring Glenn Close and Patrick Stewart, and it looks like hot garbage. It's... Like, there's the same lines, but it's done with this vitriol and hatred that is underlined in this movie. They don't have Patrick. They don't have the, oh, well, you can go rotten hell. They're like, no, you go rotten hell. Yeah, it totally does not there's have no that second layer. Of, yeah, no nuance. It's just, which Patrick Stewart. It's just a, it, it looks like a bunch of people hating each other and just hating each other. The not hating values, each other and being polite about it. I When you sent me the link to this, I was like, oh, I've never seen the Sega CD game before. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's cold, totally got those production values. Doesn't help that the trailer has, like, uh, in the Hall of the Mountain King over it, which is the most kind of, like, yeah, it, random it, it, classical yeah. music you just throw. Because it doesn't make it seem dramatic. It seems kind of silly, like, <laughs> oh, we did this kind of farcical English well, historical play thing. Um, yeah, yeah, Hall of the Mountain King is what high school drama students put on their videos to That's, make it seem exactly, yeah, dramatic. Um, and it's also, man, you know what? I, Glenn Close, fuck Glenn Close, because like <laughs> seeing her say the same lines that Catherine Hepburn did in this movie, and like that shows right there. Glenn Close, she may be an, a good actress, she ain't got nothing on fucking Catherine Hepburn. Yeah, Shit. I don't remember what the other two actresses were, but Peter O'Toole had three actresses in line. Or in mind for the role when he had got the script and oh for the play the number, Eleanor yeah the yeah. number one was Eleanor so he sent it to her and he wasn't expecting it get anything back and he got a phone call at his house and he picked it up and he just started do it before I die <laughs> so. man it seems like it would be cool to know Catherine Hepburn yeah. yeah he said that she was working with her was an experience because she's like you have sixty seconds to get the line done perfectly and nothing more she's. I, she, I don't know if she would be fun to hang out with or just drive you crazy and want to just bash her brains into a She'd wall. She'd probably be fun like, to watch drink. <laughs> yeah. If you're in a party watching her drinking, yell yeah. at other people, but yeah, exactly. Uh, it had um, a $4 million budget. Okay. Made $22.3 million at the box office. I'm actually kind of surprised because you wouldn't think people would be storming to the theaters to see something like this. But Was it released at Christmas? I have no idea. Yeah. I think so. Uh, Hepburn won the Academy Award for it. Uh, the only time in Academy Awards history that she tied really you know who she tied with oh god Catherine. He- Ka- wait audrey hepburn and breakfast at tiffany's no barbara streisand for what for funny girl what? i guess so 
in in, in, in that Ew. in that theory, Barbara Streisand's no. acting in Funny Girl is as good as Aud- or uh, Hepburn in this. Which, granted, I've never seen Funny Girl, but I know Barbara Streisand, and she's never acted good in anything, much less. <laughs> I mean, she was in uh, What's Up Doc, and she was cute in that, but that's supposed to be like a goofy farce. You know, yeah. it's not like dramatic powerhouse kind of situation. Uh, uh, this was released on October thirtieth, uh, yeah. nineteen sixty-eight. Uh, it um, won a Golden Globe for. Peter O'Toole and for Best Picture. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised Peter mm. O'Toole wouldn't get more because I know that everyone talks about this being a, a Catherine Hepburn. Oh my notes. Um, oh, and I was like speaking about different versions of this. Uh, so the big three versions seem to be well. It originally started off as a play written by yeah, 1966 uh, by what's his name Goldman. Uh, William Goldman's brother. Uh, so it started off the original Broadway cast or whatever where, where it first debuted. It was um, the two stars were Robert Preston from The Music Man. <laughs> Which, that leads me to what I'm going to be watching next for the uh, Tardy of the Party, but we'll talk about that next episode. Oh, and uh, the lady played Eleanor was Aunt May from uh, the Sam Raimi Batman, or Spider-Man movies. So think about that. When next time we watch <laughs> Lion in Winter, think about Aunt May yelling you know at the what? music man. You can say the next time you watch Lion in Winter, the Lion <laughs> in Winter will never be watched I again. I becoming oh, the annual Christmas, then again, toys. Is an annual Christmas movie for me, but I could see Lion and Winter doing the same. This is great. Like, if you're home alone and you hate the world, you're, if, this is a great misanthropic Christmas Eve movie. Let's put it that, that way. Yeah. If you hate everything, this is the movie this for is you. Because it's Christmas and everyone hates each other, and it's about family and how horrible yeah, family is. Yeah, I didn't hate it. There was some really good dialogue in it, but I could not sit yeah, through this again. Yeah, for two and a half hours. Yeah, I could not. Sit I'd through like this to see again. what the Daniel Rudis cut would if be, the, where it's only like forty-five minutes if long, this, but like very. If this was something that like was on in the background and like. I wouldn't change the channel necessarily. Yeah, <laughs> but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be flipping through channels and go, "Oh, Lightning Winter." It is on. such a play, though, that like yeah. it really is people talking to each other. And if you're not in the right mood for that, especially kind of like if it's gonna, and like, again, if it relies so much on English history. So, uh, so rich. Oh, so King. Okay, so King Henry died in real life. Assuming that real life, we just apply real life to this movie. King Henry dies like eight years after the events of this movie. Yeah. Richard Lionheart, he actually does end up becoming king. Well, yeah, Richard was actually chasing him like when he died. Was he? Yeah, because he was going to start a war with his dad. Oh, Jesus. Okay. But then his dad, like, uh, Henry was like, ah, fuck it. I'm about to die. Oh, I'll okay. just surrender. And, I like, had no idea. Uh, let um, him be king. And Richard Lionheart was famous for spending almost all of his time in the Crusades. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think he only, like, when he, after he became king, I think he only ever spent, like, two months in England. Yeah. And, uh, and then he got captured in, 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 in the Middle East and spent actually most of the Crusades, like, what Salad was it? Saladin fucking captured him and like yeah, held him for ransom, and I think that was Prince John because you know well because that was Prince John's justification for hiking up taxes. Well, Richard was gone to like get the money to get Richard free. Mm. I think Richard just escaped of his own volition, but yeah, and that like nobody knows but, what happened to Jeffrey because he was Jeffrey. I yeah, think, he's the middle child. And I think he wound up working at like Best Buy or something. He was he was the middle child, right? Yeah. It was so a why child. wouldn't he? It had gone to him next. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I maybe. Well, they talk about how he was in line to become Richard's something, something like just an advisor. Yeah, so I so. maybe instead of yeah, because that's an interesting question. Actually, maybe John killed everyone in England. Seems to hate Prince. Looking at Prince John's Wikipedia thing, thing like. Obviously, he was evil enough to become the villain in all these Robin Hood legends. Yeah. And, yeah, it seems to be a pretty despised, like, he would be... Who's, like, the most hated American president? Taft. Um, 
Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Well, yeah, this, this, <laughs> depending on what part of the country you're in. Um, but yeah, so Prince John is supposed to be yeah. He's James K. Polk. Hey, he got a. They might be giant song named after. <laughs> no, that's why I picked him. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. <laughs> There's no like real hated presidents except for maybe like H. George H. W. Bush or whatever the fuck. I but think if I'm talking about like old we're, presidents. Yeah, we're far enough away from those guys. I'm sure there were plenty There's of Hoover. Hated yeah, he, he presided over the Great Depression and yeah. like they named all the Hoovervilles. Anyway, what's your analogy with this? <sighs> Prince my analogy, John, Prince, Prince John. Something. Yeah. Anyway, that, I, it's, it's really the Arrested Development. Actually, if you're just an Arrested Development fan, you should watch Lion and Winter. Yeah, Which, granted, so. if you're listening to this and you got this far, you're probably already a Lion and Winter fan and already know about whatever connections this may have to uh, Arrested Development. But yeah, I had a good time with this movie. I'm really glad. Oh, this good. is one of the. This is one of my big. This is one of the few movies you've pictured for yourself that you actually enjoyed. Yeah. Which the last couple ones have been a little bit like. Yeah. Yeah. Which one was my last one? Oh, Babes in Toyland. Yeah, but you, you that didn't was your pick kind of that. Choice, but I still had a good time with that. <laughs> you picked Old Dark House. Which that was, yeah. You picked like Night of the Hunter. <laughs> I like the Old Dark House is still your yardstick for boring, shitty, Bill-picked movies. Yeah. Yeah. But to be fair, I picked Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, that's true. And that, that's but that like I said, the worst uh, thing we've watched so far. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. But like I said, we pick stuff hoping to like it yeah wanting to like it because we want to yeah we don't want to watch shit that we don't like Have i we... mean those will be special episodes again but... this may be the best thing i've seen so far that i picked for myself that yeah. i liked i actually like night of the hunter too yeah. but this is actually like i said i could actually see the watching this every year at christmas again which that's again my taste in christmas movies that doesn't necessarily say a whole lot but yeah. speaking of our picks what are you up to next what's your... uh next time we will be talking about the 1985 motion picture return to oz which is a lot of people i know it's a childhood traumatization for them it'll so... be interesting to see what you think about it being an older person watching the movie 30 yeah, i'm years such after the an facts. old person i'm just saying so <laughs> thanks we'll... mill we'll see you guys thanks, Bill. we'll see you guys next week over for... the rainbow i'm uh he's muttering on on twitter i'm uh the grumpy turtle on Twitter, which, uh, 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 we, you can you see can, uh, you can tweet at us at uh, 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 tardy, tardy podcast on Twitter. Uh, Our website is tardypodcast.com. You did it! Yeah, wow. I had to think for a moment. I had to sit down and collect. Yeah, myself I for a saw moment. the concentration in your face. <laughs> I really did have to like my, my, my like I had to clear out all the thoughts about like Catherine Hepburn's nipples and Angela Lansbury being on a young and hot. So yeah, tardypodcast.com. So yeah, next week return. Write it down the back of my hand from that one. Yeah, <laughs> next return week return to Oz. Find out what we have to say about that in a week. And until next time, keep filling those holes. Of pop culture. Bye.